listening to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. I'm hoping everyone is having a great day today. Happy Monday, boo. I hope you guys had a great weekend this weekend. I personally spent my weekend packing up. I am headed to Texas to spend Thanksgiving with my dad. Um, For those of you that follow my personal Instagram account and have been for a long time, you guys know my dad is holiday crazy (laughs) and loves, loves, loves Thanksgiving. It's his favorite holiday. Um, He goes all out with the cooking. We usually match on Thanksgiving. So he makes shirts for everyone. Like he is just over the top. Um, We usually have people come over and then the next day he is literally outside putting up Christmas decorations. (laughs) The man is crazy over the holidays. Um, I've been super MIA on my personal Instagram, and that's one goal I have for next year to just share a little more of my personal life on there. Um, I used to be super active on it, but life happens. Um, And I got so wrapped up in Slay Girl Slay this year uh, that my personal account just kind of took a backseat. But I will try and at least update my stories over the holidays so you guys can see him and his craziness. <laughs> he goes mad over the holidays, and it's hilarious. Um, last year, someone said t- someone said he needed his own Netflix special, so that's how good it is. <laughs> um, are you guys traveling for the holidays? Are you staying home? I always love to hear what everyone is doing for Thanksgiving and what everyone is eating. I mean, nine times out of 10, we're all eating the same thing, (laughs) but DM me. I haven't talked to you guys in a while, so hit me up. So spent my weekend doing that and of course, catching up on my favorite, y'all know, Netflix, because I have been all over the place the last month. I haven't really been watching Netflix, so I'm super behind on all the shows. If you have a recommendation, let me know. I'll have a lot of time over the holidays to catch up. This week, I wanted to close out our Preparing for 2020 series, and we are so close, you guys, to ending a decade. And if you guys have been rocking with us for a long time, you know how serious we take goal setting and intention setting and creating game plans for the year, because I truly believe that 2020 will blow all of our minds. And if we can just stay the course that we've set up for ourselves this year, we will get there. Y'all have worked so hard this year. I know because of what you guys have shared with me personally. I mean, some of you have written books. You guys enrolled in schools. Uh, You went for those programs you didn't think you could get in. Some of you moved across the country. Some of you became wives and moms for the very first time. And now you have families. And 
I truly believe that all of the work that you've dedicated this year will not be in vain. And 2020 will be the beginning of not just a new decade, but a new era for all of you. I believe that all of the times you failed this year, all of the times you felt held back this year, and all of the times you felt like you weren't going to make it was just foundations being set up to propel you into a whole new level in this new decade. We talked about reflecting in part one, and we went through our year this year. We wrote down what went right, what didn't go right, what we accomplished, and what has yet to be accomplished. You guys know we can't go anywhere if we don't take a second and just write down and reflect on the year that we just had. In part two, we talked about planning and how to properly plan for 2020, how to set goals and how to set the right type of goals and not just unrealistic goals. And um, we were very, very specific about the goals we want for 2020 and then learned how to break those goals down into smaller goals and then break those smaller goals down even further into everyday habits. Now, to wrap up this series, we've taken time to reflect, we've taken time to plan, and now we will take time to prepare. And now that you have your goals for next year, what will you do to prepare yourself to achieve those goals in the year to come? I hate to break it to everyone who thinks we have all this time left (laughs) because we don't boo. There are, I think, six weeks left of the year. Um, And that includes the time that you'll probably be spending with family and friends for Thanksgiving and the time you'll be spending for Christmas. And I don't know about y'all, but I like to get all of my 2020 prep done before the holidays because it gives me a chance to just relax. I don't wait until January to get myself together. Rather, I do all the things that I need to do now. And that way I just have a chance to just chill and mentally prepare myself for a new year. And I already know what my game plan is going into that new year. So to start, in order to properly prepare, the first step, boo, is to clean your space. Do you have any clutter that you need to get rid of in your house or your apartment? Do you have any things that you need to donate? Make a bag, get it out of the house. Have you been meaning to fix something in your house or order some new stuff? Get that done. Do you need some new towels, new linens for your beds? What about your clothes? Um, I did an episode on tidying up your physical, mental, and emotional space way earlier in the year. Um, And if you need to go back and re-listen, do that, boo. Now is the time to get your space together, especially if you don't plan on having guests over the holiday. You can really prep your space and have it nice and clean and smelling good for the new year. One of the very first episodes of this podcast was on creating a beautiful environment. And I still believe that creating an environment you want to be in cultivates your creativity, reduces your stress, and boosts your happiness. Look around your space and ask yourself, 
How can I create a beautiful environment in my home? How can I make this space a space that I love and want to be in? Oftentimes, we're so busy with our lives and our day-to-day, our homes become just the place where we eat and sleep, right? And when we first moved in, we wanted to decorate and do all these cool things with our house. And now it's been a few years and you still haven't done what you needed to do. (laughs) So what can you incorporate in your space, whether that be a new plant, um, whether that be painting a room or, you know, painting all the rooms, um, adding new rugs, more candles, because that's way up my alley. (laughs) Can you add some things to your vanity in your bathroom? Maybe put up some artwork. Um, it It doesn't have to be expensive, right? Amazon and Etsy have some cute and cheap options for decor. But our homes are our safe spaces where we can drop everything. We can take off our capes, let go, and be ourselves. So what can you do in your space to make it a space that you love? This way, next year, when you're hitting the pavement, killing your goals, you can do that in a space that you love to be in without the clutter. Another way to prepare for 2020 is to create your own productivity toolbox. And what that means is figuring out what productivity tools work for you and making a conscious decision and effort to stick to those tools in the new year. So what does that look like, Ash? Okay, some people are planner people, right? And you know, you're, you're, you're all about the planner. So do you have your 2020 planner ready to go? Is it ordered? Is it, is it shipped? Is it in your house? If not, go get your planner, sis. Some people are calendar people. Is your calendar ready to go for next year? Some people are whiteboard people. Do you have a whiteboard ready to go with the dry erase markers? It's all about the tools that make you the most productive and having those tools on hand and ready to go after the holiday season. Instead of waiting until January and you're like, oh man, wait, I need a planner for this year. I got to go buy one. I got to go get this. If you just go ahead and get your toolbox ready now, you won't have to get ready later. You guys will think I'm super lame, (laughs) but in my productivity toolbox is my planner, my whiteboard, having post-its in my house, and pink pens. Yes, I write with pink pens. It is the most unprofessional thing in the world, but it makes me happy, (laughs) and I don't care. So guess what? I have a drawer in my desk at home full of pink pens, post-its, dry erase markers, and a 2020 planner ready to go. Next, if you're my girl that's on social media and you have a Facebook and an Instagram or a Twitter, or even if you use email heavily, it's time to clean all that up to boo. Update your profile pictures, update your bios. Nine times out of 10, whatever you wrote in your bio earlier this year probably needs to be updated now. What can you take out of your profile that is no longer relevant or fits your brand? What can you add? Do you need to go through and update all of your passwords and not just for social media, but your personal life as well, going through and updating your bank passwords, your credit card passwords, and having all of that updated and ready to go for next year? 
These type of things are things that we just consciously put off all year, but now is a great time to just get them done. Hacking is real, (laughs) y'all. You can get hacked. It can happen to anyone. Trust and believe me. So just take the moment and update your accounts for more security next year. If you're my email girl, which most of us should be some type of email girl, but (laughs) clean up your inbox, boo. I go through and delete all of my spam emails, all of my, you know, shopping emails that I get throughout the year. So just purge. One thing I like to do is create folders in my inbox and file everything away that I no longer need, but I kind of just want to keep just in case. But clean up that inbox. If you have a brand or a business, is your email marketing ready to go for next year? Do you have your campaigns ready to go for next year? Or at the very least, are they planned out? I know y'all are like, Ash, you're doing a lot. (laughs) But y'all, this is the stuff that we either wait until the last minute to do, put it off, or it ends up being too late and we don't want to do it at all. Now's your chance to really be an adult and have your ish together as we enter into this new year. On the same note as your inbox, the next way to prepare for 2020 is to close out all of your work from 2019. And that means any projects that you were working on that you've been taking your sweet time on, (laughs) following up with people that you need to follow up with, this step is just closing out all of the work that you were working on the past few months and getting it squared away. Those of you that are in corporate, cleaning out your work inbox and finishing up any projects that you need to get done, make the phone calls you need to make, call the vendors you need to call and just finish it before you pick up new work for the next year. This is great because since it's done, you won't have to think about it over the holidays. You can chill, you can relax a little bit better, you can go to all the social outings and know that you're entering into generally a new season when you get back to work. We talked about creating your productivity toolbox, but one thing I've found helpful over the last few months is creating my non-productive toolbox or my quote-unquote bad day toolbox. And I just made a list of things that I like to do that make me feel happy, that bring me joy, and I write them down on a post-it and I usually just stick it on my fridge. Um, And when I have a bad day and things aren't going well for me, I do some of those things that are on that list. It's an active way of finding my light and um, I highly encourage all of you to do this. But think about your day-to-day and the things that make you happy. Things that make me happy are bubble baths and candles and talking to my family on FaceTime and making someone laugh, etc. Write down those things that make you happy and stick them somewhere you can see. In this way, when bad days come and you really don't know how to get out of those bad days, you can readily do the things that naturally make you feel good. Next year is going to be full of us running and thriving and creating and pushing ourselves past our limits. And there will be days where it doesn't feel great. It's good to just have your bad day toolbox somewhere that you can readily access and have on hand when you need it. 
For example, if you are the type of person that needs to do new things or see new places and that makes you feel good, having a list of places and things that you've never seen or never done is great because when a bad day comes, you can just pick one and go. Does that make sense? Lastly, probably one of my favorite ways to prepare for 2020 is to spend the last week or so of the year off of social media as much as I can. And we've already spent the year glued to our screens and invested in everyone else's lives. I like to close out my year not doing a lot of watching on social media. Um, I don't need to see what everyone got for Christmas. I don't need to see what this celebrity wore to this New Year's Eve party. But more so, I like to spend that time with my family and my friends and most of all with myself. I encourage all of you to take a small social media detox at the end of this year. It doesn't have to be a full-on detox either, right? It can be just making the conscious decision to not get on social media so much. Maybe instead of getting on Instagram whenever you want, maybe it's just checking in the morning or night so you can be present with the people who are in front of you. So you can spend more time with the person that's essentially about to change your life yet again. And that person is you. Yes, boo, I'm talking about you. So yet again, we still have some work to do, boo, before we put this year to a close. Take some time over the next couple of weeks to prepare yourself for the goodness that's coming, the joy that's coming, and for the dreams that you've been dreaming up that you will finally get to see come true. I'm so anxious and I'm excited to see what's in store for all of you in this new year to come. And while your friends are scrambling and they're trying to figure out what they're about to do this next year and how to do it, you're already ready. You've spent some time reflecting, you've taken the time to plan, and now you are fully prepared for what's to come. All right, my loves, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast and you can always find us on Instagram and Facebook at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon, boo. Peace.